This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Welcome everybody to another brand new episode, a brand new week of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, May 24th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, the Savage One, Mr. Tony Spark. Tony, how you doing today? Doing good, man. Hope everyone had a great weekend. Uh, it is Monday, ready for another fun show. See if the Nuggets can uh, bounce back after a bad game one loss uh, to the Trailblazers. And uh, hey, the Avs swept, so they're moving on to the next round. I think we got uh, Golden State, uh, the Golden State. Let's try that again. The gold, the Vegas Golden Knights. I don't know. You say you hear Golden, I instantly think of the Golden State Warriors and. Well, there's that. To so, be fair, uh, the good go- time for. I was going to say the Golden Knights haven't been around that long, so uh, for, no, for it, that it's not still, to trigger, it's still, it makes yeah, because I usually call them just the Vegas Knights, you know, mm. right? But they're the Golden Knights. Either way, um, good time for Colorado sports. Hey, and great time for Nevada sports as well. Uh, being in the playoffs, seeing as uh, right now that's the only team playing Nevada-wise professional. You don't yep. have a basketball team. I'm sure that'll come in time. Probably, you know, and then you obviously got, we've got, got the, the Kings are close. Yeah. And then we've got the Raiders that, uh, you know, for football, but uh, we need more Nevada teams, more professional teams. So I'm, I'm Absolutely. all about it. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, with that being said, let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host. Tony, have you been, ever been uh, driving along, maybe a road trip operating a vehicle and your stomach just goes broad? And, uh, you know, nature calls and you've got to take some sort of drastic action to, uh, well, take care of things. Yep. On the road. And then it just, uh, okay, soundbite's not going to play. It sounds good. All right. So failed soundbite there. Um, Yes, I have had that happen where your stomach turns and, oh, God, you just uh, pray you could get to a, uh, uh, even a rest stop is is not nice as those are, but it, uh, Usually it's just a number one because I drink a lot of uh, water and I used to drink a lot of Diet Dr. Pepper on the road. So I used to have to pee a lot. So you could just find an underpass and that would be fine. But uh, as far as uh, the uh, El Duso, it was uh, maybe one time and I had to find a truck stop. So All right. And that sucked. All right. Yeah. Now, what would you do if you were basically operating this vehicle and uh, there were 160 people also in the vehicle with you? What would you do? Oh, 
<laughs> oh god, that'd be tough. Well, if I if I had to pee, then I'd have to pull that. I'm assuming it's a big bus or something. I'd have to pull it over, get out real quick, and go find a spot where no one's gonna see it. But uh, yeah, that would be the best I could do. I would hope to never be in that situation. Oh, put yeah. it that way. Yeah. Well, right. uh, you know, this guy's hoping that he was never going to be in this situation. Unfortunately, he was a Japanese chain dr- train driver. Boy, words are hard already, and it's Monday. A Japanese train driver faces possible punishment after he left the cockpit of a speeding bullet train for several minutes Uh-oh. to go to the toilet. He had asked a conductor who did not have a driver's license to man the train, which was traveling at nearly 100 miles per hour. The Hikari 633 was carrying 160 passengers at the time. The incident reportedly did not affect the journey, luckily. But the railway company has reported to it to authorities and apologized. The Central Japan Railway Company said the incident took place on Sunday morning while the train was traveling in the central Shizuka prefecture. The 36-year-old driver, who has not been named, had suffered a stomach ache and needed to use the toilet urgently as we do from time to time. He called a conductor into the cockpit to man the controls and then left for about three minutes to use the lavatory in the passenger cabin. The company's rules state that if the driver feels unwell, they must contact their transport command center. They are also allowed to ask a conductor to take over the controls, but only if the conductor has a driver's license. The driver and conductor now face possible disciplinary actions. Senior official Masahiro Hayatsu told reporters... Hayatsu! It was an extremely inappropriate act. We apologize. Well, you know, when you got to go, you got to go. Japan's famously efficient railways are strictly regulated with high safety standards and rail accidents are rare. The last major incident happened in 2005 when a train derailed in the western city of Amagaski, killing 107 people. So, you know, it's sort of that toss up, you know, do do you just go and not Uh. lose your job or do you go to the bathroom and, and uh, you know, run the risk of potentially losing your job. But, uh, you know, either way, it's a kind, of, tough. kind of a shitty situation. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> just especially when it just gets, <laughs> get when that, when those are brewing, man, you got nothing, you got nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, it is Monday. We've got a wonderful show lined up for you today. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? Briefly. I hate Mondays. Hate them. Therefore, I decree from this day forward, there will be no more Mondays. Oh, if only that were the case. Well, since it's not, as we do on Mondays, we've got Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids. <laughs> Tony's having all sorts of tech issues over there. Yeah, they're having some issues this morning on the tech side. We've got a segment called Adulting Inadequacies, and we round out the day as we do each and every day with This Day in History. Folks, do not go anywhere. We will be right back. Ooh, yeah, let me tell you something right here, uh uh-huh. It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah, full of exclusive loot, fun surprises, and delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. (laughs) From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude. Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! Oh. The Loot Crate box. What's with kids today, huh? 
Rouses! With crits starting as low as $11.99 per month, those are packs just about for all collectors in. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F-E-N-I-X media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it? Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. And uh, we've got a little thing we talk about each show. It is the Phoenix Line, a 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you had a stomach emergency while transporting a whole lot of people and had to figure out what to do. We kind of want to hear about it. Give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now, it is Monday, and as we do on Mondays, Tony takes us through an exploration of some of the crazy, zany, silly things that kids do with a segment I like to call Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids. Bullet train. <laughs> so, yeah, so it is another kids say the silliest things. And this week we will cover um, uh, seven. Well, we're not going to cover all 70, but on this list, uh, craziest things that kids said to their parents. Like, I'm sure your kids have always, uh, growing up, said some really crazy things where you're just like, okay, yeah. whatever. <laughs> so, so we'll run through some of these. Exploding Unicorn says, four-year-old, can we get a kitten? Me. I'm allergic. We can't be in the same house. Uh, Kid, you can sleep outside. So just trying to win that negotiation of letting the cat in where his dad has to sleep outside. Well, the kid's got the priorities straight. You know, I I want the kitty in the house. Who cares if dad sleeps in the house? Yeah. Exploding Unicorn also has another one. He must have, oh, it's a six-year-old this time. Me, someday you'll have feelings for boys. Six-year-old, I already have feelings for them. Me, really? Six-year-old, yeah, they make me mad. So it's kind of, he's like, huh, I'm assuming it's his daughter. And it's just like, one day you'll like boys. And then it's like, oof, not yet, though, please. Like, enjoy being a kid for a little while. Yeah, truthisms. But uh, another reason I'm so glad I had boys. You know, if, if I had girls, oh. I, I don't know. You know like, I, I'd be nervous yeah. all the time. You'd be like, what are the boys doing? Uh, at Breakwell um, says, uh, six-year-old, why do why do bad guys always try to take over? Me. They want to be in charge and make all the rules. Six-year-old, why don't they become moms? <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only it were so simple. Yeah, easy life. At Kelly Oxford, she wrote, Seven-year-old, do women get their periods on weekends too? Me, yes. Seven-year-old, mutters, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Another, a kid that's wise beyond their years. and uh, Yeah. They just want to know. They're like, and this is probably a kid that's not even had a period yet. I wouldn't imagine it's seven. No, no. No, but that is funny, though. Jesus Christ. Uh, At least a no-nos. 
It's uh, mom. What's a humanit seven year old? Mom, what's a humanitarian? Six year old. I got this, ma. It's like a vegetarian, but they eat humans. Hashtag shit. My kids say <laughs> horrified or proud. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? It, it, they're using their brain, and uh, even though it's wrong, it's still a great answer. Yeah, it's a really good one. At Dad Missions, uh, Dad, come on, you guys are late. Eleven-year-old, you got you should have started yelling at us earlier. <laughs> you know what's funny about that is uh, I've realized exactly that. You know, if I tell my kids, you know, you've got thirty minutes left till we got to get going, I can't at the thirty-minute mark be like, okay, we got to go. It's you know, sort of a countdown. You know, I have ten minutes left, five minutes left. You know, two minutes, get ready. And then you have a little less of a meltdown if you just spring it on them. See, that's a good parenting advice right there. Because I kind of feel like if you said, all right, get ready, let's go. Odds are they're not going to get ready for at least 10, 15 minutes. Nope. So, nope. Plan yeah, ahead. Parents, yeah, plan ahead. Yeah, be ready. At Cray at Home Ma, five-year-old, I'm a Mary Noah. Me. Why? Five-year-old, he's handsome and I like his shirt. Me. Looks aren't everything. Five-year-old, he likes to clean, too. Me. Lock that in. So, <laughs> saying the guys don't clean, which is not 100% true. But I like I like that, uh, you know, she's prepping. Okay, lock it in. He can clean. Don't marry him based on looks. But he can clean? Oh, okay, yeah. But if he, yeah, but if he can good. clean, winner, winner, chicken dinner, kiddo. Yep. You're good. Uh, at Seawittle24, yesterday my three-year-old told his grandma that he wasn't in he wasn't in old picture because he was still swimming in his daddy's balls. <laughs> Again, hashtag shit my kid says. So, <laughs> uh, oh, okay. I, I wasn't in the picture because I was in my dad's balls. I don't it's have a comment. I don't have a comment for that. Just, just downright funny. Yeah, that was just good. Uh, Ashley Estru, her four-year-old. Why did I? What did I earn for being good today? Her, my love and affection, kiddo. I don't want that. <laughs> what rewards? She, Tang- she starts crying. I don't want that. Tangible, so. tangible gifts. That's what children want. Yes. <laughs> uh, at Tara Chapet, um, me, you didn't even notice my hair. Logan, I'm not married to you. Not my job. Hashtag shit my kids say. Kid knows. That's dad's job. Kid, yeah. I don't know, do I? I don't have to tell you you're pretty. Uh, a pony martini. Why would someone dress like a hamster? Me? Do you mean hipster? What's the difference? <laughs> kid, kid just understand hipster, hamster. It's good. Why does anyone? Ooh, there you go. It's probably, it's probably good like the Kia commercials with the big scary hamsters weren't a thing at that time. <laughs> I might confuse her even more because the hamsters did dress like hipsters. Yeah, they, they had like track suits on and I, I forgot about those commercials. Yeah, that's a weird, creepy ass commercial. Yeah, they were. Uh, Exploding Unicorn returns on the list. Six-year-old, don't do that to my head. Four-year-old, I'll fart where I want. I'm <laughs> raising ladies. Now can confirm to go full circle there. They're both girls. I thought one was I thought the four-year-old was the boy and the six-year-old was the girl. Yes, <laughs> they're both. Both just girls. Either way, I see some pink eye in, in somebody's future. Yes, he does. At Michelle Bobley, her she said, 
Mom, you were my best friend until I actually got friends. Oh, uh, you've been replaced. You've been replaced, Mom. So early. That usually happens in the teenage years. Yeah, so sad. Crazy exhaustion, her four-year-old. What happens if your phone goes in the potty? Me. Why? Her. Never mind. <laughs> well, and hopefully, you know, it sounds like it wasn't the kid's phone. It was probably mom's phone. And yeah. It ended oh, up in the potty. It, it ended up in the potty. As long as she wasn't Ella, using it right next to her face. Ugh. Yeah, that, ooh, that's good. Yeah. And hopefully there was no uh, floaties in there. That, that'd be really bad. <laughs> really, really gross. Uh, Alexandra Petra. Me. It's okay. It was an accident. Three-year-old. You're an accident, mom. Me. Yeah, well, ditto. <laughs> Ouch. Kid doesn't know what that means, but uh, she'll no. know later. Over the kid's head. Hi, I got you. <laughs> you were accident. Uh, at Foodie and Family, she writes, Me, do you want the baby to be a girl or a boy? Wilder. I want the baby to be Batman. Ooh. <laughs> I can't blame him. Yeah. I don't want it to be a girl boy. I just want it to be Batman. Well, to be fair, that means the parents have to die in a horrible murder in a back alley. So uh, that kid may want to rethink that. Yeah, may want to really thought, think that process. And she should probably never wear a pearl necklace. It nope. probably would be best not to do that. At Seren Pan, her daughter, five years old. I'm not cheating. I'm only helping myself win. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, kids, that that's how they think they're winning. I'm assuming they're playing either a board game or a video game with that one. Probably bending the rules just a little yes, bit. Yes, yeah. Yep, this kid will definitely move far forward in life with that mentality. Yeah. Yep. Seven-year-old daughter, oh, Kelly Oxford, a seven-year-old daughter walked in the room, casually confirmed, you have to have a backstory to why you're evil, right? And then walked out. I mean, she she she's definitely a writer for sure, right? She's like, okay, just want to make sure if I'm going to tell a story and I'm, it's going to be about someone evil, they don't really need to have to have a backstory, right? They could just be evil. Uh, either that or she's planning her world domination at an early age. Yeah. Well, and if she's smart, you know, if she sells her rights to Disney, she can have a character that's established bad. And then many, 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 many years later, they can do an origin story a la Cruella. I mean, you you could you could do something like that. There you go. There's your backstory yeah. and your motivation. Yeah, yeah. It gives you another story to tell if your character's successful. But I digress. At mommy trance, her four year old. Ugh, you're such an idiot, mom. Me. What? Why? Four year old. Wait. What does idiot mean? <laughs> Ooh. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, thanks. Thanks, kid. Well, you're also an idiot. Time to okay. start looking at You hurt my mouth. feelings. You hurt my feelings. And Jess, okay, fine. Her two-year-old said she is a grown-up. I told her she isn't, that she is a toddler. She replied, no, I'm a grown-up. I'm going to go touch knives. <laughs> and, you know, that's a typical response from a two-year-old, I'd imagine. A pretty, pretty common response there. Ooh. At, at two years old, yeah, yeah. Make sure those maybe knives if, are nice and high. Maybe up on the if shelf. it's that one, uh, you know, the freaky, freaky kid that I know that was <laughs> threatening to stab me with a plastic knife once. Maybe he liked touching knives. Kelly Oxford's back again. B, can you quiz me on my book, A Dog Tale? Me, how long's the tale? No idea. What's the dog's name? I only read the book once. God. <laughs> was that the same idiot kid? 
Yes, yes. Okay, it's, all right. It's the same one, yeah. No. Yeah, it says she's, she asked mom to quiz. Mom gave her quiz, and it's just like, okay. At, at I'm mama, sensing a pattern. At Mama Moran, she said uh, her kid came into the room and said, my wiener wants to come out and see people. Well, that 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 is a typical boy response. It uh, it just wants to see the world. <laughs> but I like the hashtag on it. It's uh, hashtag boys are weird. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, okay. Maybe he was after 15... one-eyed Willie's gold. Yeah. Last one for the day because we're running out of time. Kelly Oxford, one last time. Seven-year-old, they have night cameras on Survivor. Guess they can't have sex. I can't believe you said that. I can't believe I did either. <laughs> That's that, man. This seven-year-old knows way too much. Definitely. More their own good, yeah. I'd have to. Qu- this is also the one with the period that mumbled Jesus Christ earlier. Too, I have so. to qu- question their parenting abilities, but uh, in any Absolutely. case, folks, that does it for Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids. When we come back, we've got a segment called Adulting Inadequacies. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, and we are all over social media with many of you watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now you can also watch us on your streaming device, whether it's your smart TV or your mobile application. Just download the ngbn.tv app. Uh, from, like I said, Smart TV, iOS, Android. In any case, you can get us uh, streaming and on demand on there. Uh, just head over to the Phoenix Media channel within that app, and you can get uh, this show and all of the wonderful Phoenix Media shows on that uh, network as well. Now, if you want to find me on social, I'm available at Christian, uh, sorry, Facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, Radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available available at Facebook.com forward slash Tony Spark, that's S-P-A-R-K 81, or on Instagram at Tony.SanFilippo81. Now in this segment, I wanted to talk a little bit about adulting. Obviously, some days, some of us don't want to do it, but other days, or in some cases, there are people who just flat out can't adult worth a crap. Now, uh, with that being said, there are a few in this list that uh, I do have to give this disclaimer. Discretion is advised. Oh, yeah. So keep that in mind. But uh, Tony, have you ever known anybody who failed so miserably at adulting? It could either be a single aspect of adulting or adulting in general. Uh, Yeah. um, (laughs) There is, uh, I would just say some of my ex's family members. There's a a lot of them that have failed at at adulting. So... (laughs) Uh, it's really bad. I mean, I, I would say her uncle Jimmy would be one of the bigger ones. Anything in particular he does or didn't do that uh, comes to mind or. Yeah, just, you just, uh, you know, there's something about a 45 year old at the time that, uh, had no job was living from uh, couch to couch and riding a BMX bike around town to get around. Uh, All right. Kind of, kind of failing somewhere in life. I figure at that point in life, you shouldn't, shouldn't be, uh, living the, uh, 
14 year old life of uh, riding your BMX all over town to crash at your buddy's house. Just, exactly. Just saying, it's just kind of not a good thing. <laughs> well, I'd say that's a perfect example. Well, let's get into some more examples of adulting inadequacies. For instance, this one for Harry Potter fan 34 says, I had a roommate in college who didn't know that food purchased from the frozen aisle needed to stay in the freezer. I witnessed her pull a stack of rotting TV dinners out of the kitchen cabinet one night. Say what? That's disgusting. That is. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I uh, keep hearing a bump, bump, bump. Yeah, I'm trying to log into something, but uh, I'm having issues, so. Ah, more technical issues. Yeah, oh. yeah, I just think I need to reboot the laptop, but uh, you keep rolling. All right. So. Talking adulting inadequacies, this from Ashley G42 says, a co-worker in her 30s was shocked she got a sunburn because she was moving all... <laughs> Boy, start that over. Because she was moving around all day. Say what? Telling you, Ooh. words are hard today. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. apparently they thought that, you know, if it's sunny out and you're moving around, well, the sun doesn't, you know, hit you in the same spot that whole time. So there's no way you could get a sunburn, right? Right. Absolutely. It'd be, there's no way you're going to get one if you're out and about. Yep. <laughs> Let's keep rolling on. Talking uh, adulting inadequacies. This from Stormwatcher says, my aunt is a nurse practitioner and she had to ask a woman if she was sexually active. The woman said, no, I just lie there during sex. Say what? <laughs> that's a uh, that's, uh, good effort there. You know, you're like, yeah, I don't have to do the work. I just lay there. Right. I don't really do anything. I just, there you go. And a little unclear, a little unclear on the concept of sexually active. You know, yeah, uh, they, definitely not really understanding that issue. Yeah. You no, know, I just. I just lay there. No, I didn't ask if you did the, the missionary friend. I just asked. <laughs> you don't get it. Exactly. Moving on. Adulting inadequacies. This from Lou84 says, My friend and I were Skyping after she, after she moved into her new dorm at a university. It was midday and she pulled the blinds down and had all the lights on. She was complaining about having to pay bills. And I said, well, you've got all your lights on. Of course your bills will be high. To which she went, what? And I had to explain lighting costs money. She was beyond shocked and turned off all her lights afterwards. Say what? What do you think the power bill goes towards? Yeah. I mean, you think you, you run these lights for so long, it's, uh, it's going to cost some money to keep them on. It doesn't just... Uh, it's not magic. It's not, a, it's not a free service. Yeah. No, no. It'd be you nice if pay it was. For it. It would yeah. <laughs> Well, let's keep rolling on. Adulting inadequacies. This from uh, KTO, then to the Theop. Okay. All right. Says Hi my, there, Theop. My ex told me he always had an upset stomach. He never washed his hands while cooking and handling raw meat and ate things months past their expiration date. Say what? Ah. Well, I think we, I think we found the cause of that upset stomach. Yeah, think you know why you got the El Shitosaurus Rexes, bud? Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Adulting inadequacies. Uh, I, I love this username. Children of the Cornbread. <laughs> <laughs> Says, my brother called to ask me how long to boil a hot dog. As he was making dinner for my grandmother that he lived with and wanted to do something nice. He was 23. Say what? 
Jeez. Oh. I just can't get past the children of the cornbread name. That was actually a really good name. It's a great name. But yeah, uh, if you need to ask how to boil a hot dog, how long to boil a hot dog at the age of 23 while living with your grandmother, you need to reassess it's really, your life. really, really bad. Yeah. Maybe go put yourself out there on the dating sites, bud. You're going to get a lot of hits. Exactly. You are a catch, my friend. You definitely are. Let's. You underestimate my power. Nope. Let's keep moving on. Adulting inadequacies. Uh, I'm still a proponent that in high school, they need to teach you usable life skills like this one from Ashley G42 says, apartment management had to send out a letter to the entire complex on how to write a check. Two things that stuck out were don't use markers, crayons, or pencils, blue and black uh, ink only, and make the check out to the apartment company, not yourself. Say what? <laughs> Yeah. Why didn't it get paid? I don't understand. I wrote the check. It it went out. Yeah. 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 Make sure you actually properly fill that out. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to do that. And it's not not a Scantron device. So uh, a number two pencil is not a uh, a way to write on a check. So, yeah, definitely not. Why'd it go? (laughs) Oh, you used a uh, number two wooden pencil, my friend. Not the way to go. Yep. Let's keep rolling on. Adulting inadequacies. This is from Garfield. 0212 says, When I was an RA in the dorms, I had a resident come to me and say there was something wrong with two of the washers. I went with her to look at it, and she informed me that the washers started making a lot of noise, and when she went over to check, it was filling with water. So she turned it off, threw her clothes in the dryer. This woman thought the washing machine was broken because it was filling with water. Say what? Again, it goes back to usable life skills during high school. Why is the water filling the machine? It's Britney, bitch. No, is water filling the machine? <laughs> oh, let's keep rolling on. Adulting inadequacies. This from Sarah Fouts says, A girl I went to high school with was so sure that women had wider hips already. Uh, let me start that one over again. Okay. A uh, girl yeah. who I went punctuation people punctuation a girl I went to high school with was so sure that women with high, wider hips already had sex because her mom taught her that when you have sex your hips widen I have wide hips so she thought I had sex already I had explained to her that that wasn't the case but she wouldn't listen say what what in the actual ass yeah <laughs> if that's the case I mean there was there was a lot of white hips that I can remember back in the day. <laughs> Which is the way the body's built, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's different. Everybody's unique. Let's keep rolling on. Talking adulting inadequacies. Mary D. And then a whole string of letters and numbers after that. Says, my college roommate put dish Don dish soap in the dishwasher once. She had never used a dishwasher before and didn't know what to use. Obviously, there were suds everywhere. Say what? Oh, no. That's just not, you don't do that, not even in a pinch. You're like, yeah, I'll just put some Dawn dish detergent in there. That'll work the same. <laughs> no. No, you're just asking for Quite a the mess. Big mess. <laughs> Huge mess. <laughs> Oof. Oh, rolling on. Adulting inadequacies. This is from Amanda. CS3. Again, how, does, how do people know how to do this? A woman who was hired in my department did not know how to copy and paste in Microsoft Word. Say what? Like, how hard is that? Jeez. I, 
Who? Yowie, How do you not know how to copy and paste? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, and then finally here in Adulting Inadequacies, uh, this from Joseph uh, Alu is USC. Sure. Says, when I was in culinary school, I took an onology, the study of wines and winemaking class, with a guy who thought grapes grew on trees. Bear in mind, this was a junior year class, so he already had an associate's degree at the time. Say what? Grapes grow on trees! They do! I had a grape tree in my backyard! It's unbelievable! Unfortunately, you can't teach stupid people. Everything. No, you sure can't, man. You go from kids saying cute things to grown-ups to say dumb things. Yep. We've got full circle today with that. <laughs> it's the circle of life. Well, folks, that does it for this segment. When we come back, oh, it's time for that final segment of the day, this day in history. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. We made it to the fourth and final segment of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. But if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeartDoozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? <laughs> Fred saved us all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. Be, that way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Because why, Tony? Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring, which is why we do this segment each and every day. We like to drop a little knowledge on you. Hopefully make you laugh at the same time. It is time for This Day in History. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's This Day in History. Christian Phoenix. Thanks, Siri. All right, move. Uh, not moving on. Kicking things off. This day in 1775, John Hancock is unanimously elected president of the Continental Congress. Hopefully, he didn't hog the floor the same way that he hogged the uh, signature space on the Declaration of Independence. Because uh, <laughs> if you've ever looked at it, his name is by far the largest on there. Yeah, he was he was showing how big his Hancock was, signature-wise. He was yeah, yeah. big. Yeah, no innuendo there whatsoever. <laughs> nope, just about the hand. That's it. He took up a lot, he was a lot of space. Moving on, this day in 1818, General Andrew Jackson captures Pensacola, Florida. Uh, it's crazy to think that, uh, yeah, a lot of those southern states didn't belong to the U.S. at that point, and obviously after this it did. No, that's good. We're going to Pensacola, and that will be us. The America's penis will start right at the base. <laughs> Work its way down. Let's yeah, keep... we're just, just right down the shafty roof. Moving on, this day in 1844, Samuel Morse taps out what hath God wrought in the world's first telegraph message. And obviously, without Samuel Morse, there'd be no gateway to the telephone and all of the technology that's gone on here. So... Uh, you know, despite the uh, crazy beard and all of the medals on his uh, shirt, 
you know, it, Samuel Morse is quite, uh, we've got a lot to thank him for. Yeah, definitely. The Morse code. And uh, he looks like Blue from uh, old school in this. Totally. <laughs> You're my boy, Blue! <laughs> Speaking of badass beards, this day in 1856, the Potawatomi Massacre, John Brown and abolitionist settlers kill five pro-slavery settlers in Franklin County, Kansas. And why was he... Uh, you know, bolstered up. Why was he allowed, you know, to, to, you know, can't even find the words. It's upsetting some of the things that uh, we did in our early heritage, but, uh, you know, yeah. that's it. It's all part of where we are today. Yeah. He looked like, uh, yeah, quite, quite the poodle beard. It was just, oh, it was big. He looked like a, just a sinister, sinister man too. They did. I'm John Brown. <laughs> Mess with me, will ya? Let's keep rolling on this day in 1883. The Brooklyn Bridge opened by President Arthur and New York Governor Cleveland. Of course, there's a, a newspaper article that showed God, balloons in the sky and fireworks celebrations. Uh, you know, quite quite the feat of engineering, especially uh, oh, yeah. before the turn of the century. Yeah, I didn't know it was that old. I mean, it's a surreal bridge to be on. I've I've walked that bridge. It's very neat. So it's terrifying too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very terrifying to cross. But yes, been across that uh, that and a few of the other bridges. I, I can't think of the name of the other two, but I've been on three of the four bridges. Let's see. The George Washington Bridge might be one of the other ones, and uh, I forget the other two. But uh, yeah, right. And you used to live there. Yep. Let's move on. This day in 1894, the Lowell Observatory in Arizona first begins observations of Mars with an 18-inch telescope, leads its builder Percival Lowe to conclude there are canals on Mars. And again, his discoveries led to the things we're seeing on Mars today, drones flying around, clear, 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 crystal clear pictures, and uh, even the thought process that uh, water still exists somewhere in some capacity up there. Yeah, I bet, you know, it's a desolate planet that we think of, but it is really neat that we're exploring it, that's for sure. Oh, totally. Well, let's keep moving on. This day in 1915, Thomas Edison invents the telescribe to record telephone conversations, which obviously led to uh, Mark Zuckerberg listening in on us uh, day in and day out through Facebook. And otherwise, how do you explain the posts that end up in your news feed when you weren't even Googling them? Exactly. Thanks a lot, Edison. <laughs> you know, I'm going to get your info. Oh, were you talking about this? <laughs> See him becoming you know, behind the wall. Behind the curtain. Previous episode, yeah. Let's roll on this day in 1930. Amy Johnson becomes the first woman to fly solo from England to Australia. Yeah, you don't hear a lot about the women aviators besides Amelia Earhart. Here's another example of uh, one breaking barriers and, and uh, you know, doing things that, uh, you know, guys can do just as well. Yeah, never heard of her, but I've heard of Emmy Jo Johnson. She was the very hot Pink Ranger. It's funny. When I read I that, I thought the Rangers. same thing. <laughs> yeah, I instantly thought of Kimberly and I'm like, oh, back to the 90s we go. Well, not to the 90s, maybe the 30s. This day in 1930, Babe Ruth homers in, a, in uh, both games of a doubleheader, giving him nine in one week. Babe Ruth! Never heard of her. <laughs> nice little uh, Sandlot reference there. <laughs> 
All right. Baby Ruth. Let's jump ahead by about 34 years. Let's say in 1964, the Beatles' third appearance on the Ed Sullivan Show. They really liked Ed Sullivan. Hey, Ed, do you mind having us back? We promise we'll play something different this time. I won't sing Yeah, Yeah, She Loves Me. Instead, I will sing you She Loves Me, Yeah, Yeah. Boy, that that accent just keeps going downhill, Tony. It it really does now. It's a parody. Because it should be like this British, it should be that one on the Ed Sullivan show. We're really excited to be here, but now I talk like this, and that's all I do for all four Beatles. <laughs> this day in 1968, Mick Jagger and Marianne Faithful are arrested for drug possession in England. Hey, one day you're going to do a duet with Metallica, and all you're going to do is. I was thinking the same a, thing when I read I that, too. I had no idea. I see Marianne Faithful. I think the memory remains from Metallica's Reload album. Exactly. Heard the music video spin in the box by the whole, everybody else is in that pendulum swing. Right. And everybody's like, times. who's the old lady? Yeah, who's the old lady in Metallica? La, 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 la. <laughs> this day in 1974, the Dean Martin Show last airs on NBC TV. Apparently, people had uh, an ass full of the crooners all through the uh, 50s and 60s and decided, eh, we don't need more Dean Martin at this point. Tonight on the Dean Martin Show, I bring you our special guest, Dick Tiger. (laughs) He's a former boxing light heavyweight champion. Dick Tiger tonight on the Dean Martin Show. You're going to want to see him. Big Dick Tiger, big champ. (laughs) Speaking of big champs, this day in 1976... Muhammad Ali TKO's Richard Dunn in five for the heavyweight boxing title in Munich. Down goes Dunn and still champion of the world, Muhammad Ali. Rolling on this day in 1979, I only read this one because of the local connection. Billy Martin issues an apology to Reno sports writer Ray Hagar. Need more more context to that. Absolutely. I like it. It's like... Hey, yo, I'm all the way in New York, but I got to issue a public apology to uh, the guy in Reno. He's not Sammy Hagar's brother, but he has—you might be related. So I just want to apologize to Ray Hagar. I didn't mean to call you lowbrow and you work for a small town market. I didn't mean that. One day you'll have a minor league team, I swear. <laughs> many, many, many years later. <laughs> Rolling on this day in 1989, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, directed by Steven Spielberg and produced by George Lucas, premieres, and arguably my favorite of the trilogy. It was damn good. It was damn good. You don't you don't count Kingdom of the Crystal Skull in there? Is it well, uh a 4P, and no, we're about to get a fifth. That one is so good that, uh, you know, I, I hold it far above the original trilogy. So it's Junior! Uh, what are you doing, Junior? Dad! <laughs> that was a really, really good movie. Oh, yeah, um, I like that one. It's so crazy because that franchise was so great. Raiders of the Lost Ark was fantastic. And then my favorite was Temple of the Doom, but Last Crusade was so well done. It was. And it's coming. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was okay. It's coming back to theaters for one weekend. So, All right, and then finally, this day in 1993, Star Trek episode Second Chances airs guest starring Mae Jemison, the first real-life astronaut to appear on the show. It was always awesome of them to incorporate, you know, real-life astrology, not astrology, but uh, astronauts into what they did. Wow, it's it's astronaut Mae Jemison. (laughs) Hey, it's Jemison. 
Live long and prosper. Let's go ahead and round out with today's holidays. Where we talk about the things that we like to celebrate. Not many today, but today is National Asparagus Day. Makes your pee smell good. Yeah, it does. Aviation Maintenance Technician Day. I think those people working on the airplanes. It is Brothers Day. It is International Tiara Day. It is Scavenger Hunt Day. And finally, it is National Escargo Day. Folks, that does it for today's episode. We will be back tomorrow on a Tuesday with Animal Tales. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. We'll see you all then. Peace. Nuggets.